Yeah. In the past uh, few months, we have tried to expose you to many truths about Christianity, about other religions, about this church. But I think it can all be boiled down to this facet term, uh, the Gospel of John, that I'm going to read to you. And so I would like you to remember that um, um, Christianity is not very complicated. It's going to be hard to follow if you live its message sometimes, but its message is simple and it's expressed in John chapter 15, verses 9 to 17. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. I have said these things to you, so that you may, so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. And this is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. No one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends. If you do what I command you, you are my friends. I do not call you servants any longer because the servant does not know what the master is doing. But I have called you friends because I have made known to you everything that I have heard from my father. You did not choose me, I chose you. And I appointed you to go and bear fruit. Fruit that will last, so that the Father will give to you whatever you ask him in my name. I am giving you these commands so that you may love one another. And this is the word of the Lord. So, um, one of the things that was really fun in our class is one Sunday night, actually, the mentors and the confirmands, we kind of held like an America's Got Worship session, where we asked all of them to think about worship and what, what kind of really fed them and what they kind of struggled with. And one of the things they said was, sometimes the Bible passage doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, but today's passage is pretty clear. It's a part of a series of uh, uh, readings in the Gospel of John. They're called the, um, the Discourses, and it's basically Jesus saying goodbye and making lessons to the disciples before he leaves. And the one thing to remember about that passage is it's the only time in the entire New Testament that Jesus talks about a commandment. Do you hear that? In the other ones, he asks, he encourages, he exhorts, he only gives one commandment, to love each other as he loves us. So let's be in a spirit of prayer together. God, this day be in our hearts, be in our minds, and be in our souls, that as we hear the word and sing and participate in ancient ritual, you would be with us. Amen. From the text, and Jesus said, this is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. So to the confirmation class of 2018... You made it. You made it. Beginning last January on a chilly, dark winter night, gathered together with a group of your peers that you may not have known very well, you have become a community, God's community. You have eaten hundreds of slices of pizza, 
You have been deeply blessed by Christian Education Co-Director Jane Rathel's fierce love for you and her amazing organization. By Teacher Francisco Stork's warmth and grace and deep faith. And by my corny jokes. You have been brought here to Pilgrim Church in many cases by parents who first brought you through the church front doors in a baby carrier. Imagine that. So for four months you have studied God and Jesus and church and the Bible and other faiths and worship. But most importantly, you have gone, in a way, to a school of love. A school for love. Unlike the rest of the week when you went to school for your mind, when you pushed your body to the limit on the sports field or at ballet or on the stage in a play, here you attend, we all do, a school for love. A special place where you learned about God's love for each and every one of you, of Jesus' love and his one amazing life. And now you are graduating in a way, not out of the church, but into the church. You, as young adults, say yes this day to faith, to taking responsibility for how you will begin to live in this world morally and ethically and spiritually. You are joining our church freely and joyfully. And that is very good. Can I get an amen for that? All right, got to work on that. Can I get an amen for that? All right, thank you. But before you are confirmed by the Holy Spirit, I wanted to share with the church some of your beliefs that you came to through excerpts from your year-end faith statements. So about God, you wrote, quote, I believe God gave us the earth as a home and we are supposed to take care of it. God wants us to be kind to each other, but if we forget to do this, God will forgive us. And I believe God is the love that binds us all together if we're willing to let him, and God wants me to be the best person I can be and to help others. And I believe God is peaceful and loving. And I believe that God wants me to figure out things for myself and be loving and caring to those around me. God wants me to never forget that he is there to help me whenever I need it. About Jesus, you wrote, I believe Jesus is the Son of God, a role model, a guide, who found the good in all beings and showed people the way. And I believe Jesus was and is a teacher who loves everyone unconditionally, who does what is for the best and cares for everyone, no matter what. And when Jesus was crucified, it was to show that there is no greater love than sacrificing yourself for a loved one to keep them safe. And Jesus was resurrected to show that there is nothing more powerful than God's love, not even death. About church, you wrote, church is a holy and safe place that keeps faith alive. And church is a safe place in our community that is welcoming to all people. And when I was younger, I came to church, but I never really understood why. I didn't know what to believe. I always assumed that I would believe what my parents believed. Now, I know Jesus was a leader, a role model for me, and God wants me to be selfless and help others to be the best human I can be. About faith and life, 
I always felt that God was looking for me to be perfect, making no mistakes, but now I've learned it doesn't mean making no mistakes. It means making mistakes and taking ownership and learning from them and moving on, which has sure helped me in the halls of the eighth grade where a lot of mistakes are made. And take your faith and use it to do good, not just for yourself, but for others. Use it to have the strength to do the right thing, even when it is hard. Use it to love and accept the love of others. Use it to be of service. Use it to learn how to live a better life. Thank you, Confirmands, for teaching us, for your faith, for all of your hard work, and how you teach us how to love, too. You are in a school of love with Jesus as your teacher, and now you are ready to be confirmed in the faith. Praise God. Let all God's students and teachers say, Amen.